0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Friendly disclaimer time. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with any of the media that we review or critique. We wholeheartedly support our fellow creatives at the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. And at the end of the day, we're just really big fans. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie and buckle up fans because it's finally September, aka spooky season, which means we can finally chat all about Haunted Mansion. And when I say we, I mean me and our good friend, Miss China. Welcome back, friend. Hello, foolish mortals. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Hello, hello. I was going like, to have to do it. <laughs> this movie holds a special place in our heart. What were your yes. initial thoughts on this movie?
0: I, I tried to go in with an open mind, right? We've all seen the Eddie Murphy movie. Right. I wanted, <laughs> I I didn't know what was going to be or not. So I went in with an open mind and I was incredibly pleasantly surprised. I was so shocked at the story. I did not know where they were going with this. i very, very happy with how they did it.
1: I'm right there with you. I feel like this was the Haunted Mansion movie that we deserved 20 years ago. And- that. This was the redemption Haunted Mansion movie that we deserved, hands down. Absolutely.
0: I mean, look, I love me some Eddie Murphy. It's campy and ridiculous. And I love the Haunted Mansion movie. It's so dumb, spooky season. Right. But this one felt so different. And I loved every moment of it.
1: I was actually really surprised how much product placement was in this movie. Oh, okay. Like what? So- when uh okay so like Rosario Dawson mentioned how she found the house on Zillow and then they Oh true yeah Tiffany Haddish's character mentioned that she got this notepad from CVS and that she bought the sage from Costco and then there was just so much more product placement i was like wow this was a strong effort to like bring in a lot of corporate america into a beloved right. disney attraction movie for no reason <laughs> outside of maybe right. they needed corporate sponsors i don't know I don't know.
0: Or like making it more relatable. You're like, yeah, you know what? I would go get Sage at Costco. You're right. right. I'm going to get that in bulk. You're right.
1: Yeah. It was super funny. Beautiful homage to the ride. I don't think they could have done it better. And I don't know. I just think it hits different being a cast member because we do know a handful of fun facts about the attraction and seeing those elements highlighted. I was like, oh, okay. So they definitely got someone from Imagineering.
0: Right. I, I just like wonder how many of their people who went were involved in this movie just got on Haunted Mansion, got a notepad and just wrote it a thousand times. It was like this and then this. We're going to write this down. We're going to do this down. Like the amount of random small details they put into this movie that if you're a fan of the ride, you catch it. You're like, that's so smart. How many times did you ride this ride? In order to pull out
1: all these tiny details. That's the that's the BTS I need to see, like how many times yes. he wrote it. I mean, as a cast member, do you have a favorite Haunted Mansion memory? Okay, so I'm a
0: little biased. I was actually present and working the
1: 50th anniversary
0: of Haunted Mansion. So they shut down the park. It was a special event. Our team was there handling the event and it definitely, it definitely was working. But I definitely made sure that I was like checking on certain areas <laughs> as things were happening in order to make it in order to see certain things. So they had, you know, all the characters out, they had special stuff. But the fans of this ride are so insane. Like they in the good way, then so insane in the good way. They would come in costume, they came in custom outfits and all of the crazy merch that's like old and vintage and made by themselves people showed up and showed out for the anniversary of this ride and the love for this attraction is so insane and they they had like the dancing ghosts out doing different you know routines and like teaching people they had like a funeral scene with like the band like a, you know like a new orleans funeral with the band coming out and everything it was it was quite impressive what they did that night and that's probably one of the best special events I've worked. Okay. Um, just the amount of detail, the amount of detail, and the amount of like fandom there is for that ride is beautiful to watch, and probably like all those people obviously went to go see this movie, and the audience for this movie was going to be big regardless.
1: I feel like it was severely underrated, and like this movie debuted right as as the actor strike was happening. Oh, right. So they used the the Disney characters, the Fab Five, to promote the red carpet at Disneyland. Not the best idea, but that was their backup plan in the event that the actor strike did happen. Right. But something that I did love was as they were promoting it ahead of time, the cast did a shift at Haunted Mansion.
0: Yeah, I saw those videos and I was like, could you imagine just like walking into the ride and Jamie Lee Curtis is right there? I would be over the moon. Like that's, it was such a, a cool thing for them to do getting costume and and be part of the ride
1: yes and it's it's work for those of you who don't fully comprehend what working a any type of attraction or doing any cast member shift in general regardless of right. the line of business at disneyland it is in fact work it is a job it's a lot yeah but to be in costume in character running that attraction i'm really glad that they could fully comprehend the level of work it takes to run that attraction. So, and again, the
0: love—the love for the people who work that attraction is so great. Like the spooky, creepy vibes that they give are always so on point when you walk through that ride. So, hats off to all those cast members. They definitely make that ride come alive, and the attraction it would not be the same without them.
1: Agreed. I've got some casting for you. Threw up for it. Oh, please do. I love this cast. <laughs> I really, I really do. All right. Well, as Ben we have Lakeith Stanfield. As Gabby, we have Rosario Dawson. As Father Kent, we have Owen Wilson. As Harriet, we have Tiffany Haddish. As Bruce, we have Danny DeVito. As Madam Leota, we have Jamie Lee Curtis. As Travis, we have Chase Dillon. And this one caught me completely off guard. As Crump, we have Jared Leto.
0: Okay. I had the same thought. I knew he was in the movie because I saw pictures of him at the, or like some, some kind of press event he was at. So I was like, okay, he's in the movie. And like, I remember like halfway through the movie being like, where is he? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Because <laughs> the makeup is done so well. Right. Like, he does not really, doesn't look like him at all. No. And I was just like, I swear he's in this movie. Where, <laughs> where is it? Like, if he's that prominent in whatever press thing or, pre, or premiere thing that I saw, I was just like, He has to be like more of a prominent
1: role, but I definitely don't see him. No, I was today years old. I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Where? What? And then it totally tracks. He's the perfect villain. And here's the thing about Jared Leto. I feel like this happens a lot where like he
0: really transforms himself in a lot of the roles that he plays in a bunch of different movies where I'm just
1: like, I swear he was in this movie. Where is he? I'm ready for some tea. Are you ready for some tea?
0: Always. All right.
1: This is the part of the show where we spell the tea. This means spoilers. So if you have not watched Haunted Mansion yet, get your butt to a theater. It's really good. I promise. Uh, and we are about to spoil it for you. That being said, I mean, I know I mentioned this earlier, but how do you think this compares to, to the Eddie Murphy version of Haunted Mansion? Should folks watch both to compare and contrast?
0: You know, I thought about watching the Eddie Murphy one before going to see this because I was like, do I need to know anything? Do I need to remember anything? No, you don't need, it's a completely different story. You do not need the reference of the Eddie Murphy version. I think it actually brings more of the ride and more of the story to this movie. Like I love how they just put so many different characters from the ride into this film and actually give them really real big storylines. When they don't do that in the Eddie Murphy one. The Eddie Murphy one's very focused on like Gracie and the, the woman that he loved and like all of that this story I think it makes more sense that Gracie wasn't the one that like, cursed the house right you know Cur- Gracie to me Gracie never felt like the villain of a story mm-hmm. making the hat box ghost aka crump like making yeah. him the villain way more logical like it actually makes sense that way and like the the background story of that character
1: so good so good yeah I'm right there with you and I don't know I feel like folks should watch the first one to com- to be able to compare and contrast and understand right. like the first eddie murphy haunted mansion walked so that this movie could run and i mean it's such a redemption to haunted mansion but again it's just a beautiful homage to the ride and there were so many good easter eggs how many easter eggs mm-hmm. did you catch i mean we talk about this there was one that i absolutely love with but some of the smaller ones which mm-hmm. i, I kind
0: of mentioned like i love when they brought more characters from the sh- from the ride in for their own storylines, like the the fisherman. He's literally one portrait in the walkway going into the ride. And now he's like a full storyline in the movie, which is yeah. amazing. Or the half-second moment in the ride with the two guys who are shooting each other is like a, a another full storyline in the film. Like I love that they literally took like small moments from the ride and mm-hmm. actually made them plot lines. And it was great to watch that part. My favorite one, which mm-hmm. is so—if you know, you know. If you're a fan of the ride specifically at Disneyland, this is a whole thing. There's a moment where they go Crump's house. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. Right. When they go to when they go to his house, and they're going into the fireplace, and the chain fence that's on the fireplace Uh has the bat decal that is in the ride specifically in the room right before you get onto the ride which is nowhere else in the ride nowhere else in the park if you know the ride you're like Mm -hmm. oh you brought the chains you brought the chains from the queue into the into the movie like that's so deep if you know you know it's so perfectly the smallest of details that Again, if you know, you know, if you're a fan, you're a fan. And that's one of my favorite
1: details from the ride. I loved how they threw the hitchhiking ghosts in there. They were, yeah. you know, they would sporadically pop in and out. The dining room dancing ghosts. And I mean, the entryway scene with the crocodiles. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is this is perfect. Like at the second you walk into the attraction and the room starts to move. And you're going through the attraction and you see the ghost, you see, I like the detail was just there and it didn't ever dawn on me to make Madame Leota, again, a viable character that has her super strong storyline. And I just, I don't know, wrote it off in my head. Like, oh yeah, that's Madame Leota. Like as you're going through it, because as a cast member, you're told the story of her and you don't understand like her full backstory and they really elaborated on her. And I, I loved it. Did you have a favorite plot twist? So I have two. Go for
0: it. I have one that's like, damn, they really did that. And the other one's like, that's hilarious. Okay. So the one that I'm like, damn, they really did that. I the fact that Travis's dad was dead. And he and like it ends up being like the kid was gonna be the sacrifice, like uh-huh. the whole time they set it up that like Ben's gonna be the sacrifice, he's gonna be with his wife, it's gonna be a whole thing that he gets to have her back in his life or whatever but then he's the kid's gonna be the sacrifice I did not I didn't see that coming I think mostly because I was like this is a Disney movie they're not gonna do that you know (laughs) what I mean I was like bro that's kind of dark okay Disney and then my other one that was like that's hilarious is that Owen Wilson's character is like not actually a priest yeah (laughs) like I was just like you know, why do I feel like Owen Wilson himself would act as a priest and do random stuff like this? Like, I just feel like <laughs> him as a person,
1: it's kind of his personality. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's so much a plot twist, but I love how they explained how and why the ghosts, or so many of the ghosts, were actually at the Haunted Mansion. Because I, mm, I remember constantly okay. anytime I was on the ride, I always thought, I'm like, man, these ghosts just know where to party. Haunted Mansion is a major rager, and... It just never dawned on me that sure they're trapped there, but like there's a lot of folks trapped here. And right. when they explained Crump's backstory, I was like, son of a gun. Now it all makes sense. Yeah, it's a very detailed background story too. Like it spans years. And I mean, speaking of Crump, but he is my new favorite Disney villain. I want him to be front and center during the Oogie Boogie Bash for oh, the yeah, Halloween I party.
0: That.
1: I I want him to be a face character in the parks that'd be
0: terrifying but also yes please do that
1: yeah I was like all right Disney this is where you should be marketing right now and right true I mean you have Jack Skellington and then Crump at Haunted Mansion now that would be so good right it would be it would be really good it'd be a lot of makeup it'd be a lot of makeup but it'd be really good and you have to be really committed to the role what are your thoughts on the next Disney attraction movie that you want to see come to screen
0: you know, I I was been thinking about this for a minute. Like I keep walking through the park in my mind being right. like, okay, what can we do? What would be great? I feel like maybe something like Thunder Mountain Railroad vibes could be cool.
1: Okay. But there's not
0: really a story to the ride. Like the era of that could be cool. Gold like Rush. A minor story. Yeah. Yeah. Gold Rush minor story could be cool. But like the it, attraction itself doesn't feel like there's a story there there's not many characters unless you want to do a, a movie about the goat like that's I don't know <laughs> how you would do that you know <laughs> that or like maybe like a Matterhorn movie also could be a really cool location for them to explore but like again, I don't know how they would go through with
1: that where what was your pick oh I was thinking small world and somehow do... terrifying oh really <laughs> see I thought of little kids like... running around oh I mean I don't know. I just thought of it like a wanderlust travel movie. Oh, like a like kind of like a run the love. world in 80 days. Yeah. yeah. Eat, pray, love. Okay, that's fair. Have you seen
0: Tomorrowland? Yes. And then like do they use the small world and then like it, it's the entrance to the Tomorrowland. They like yeah. drop down or whatever.
1: Yeah. That could be cool. Yeah. But I mean, they've done Pirates. They've done Jungle Cruise. Which is Cruise. phenomenal. Yeah.
0: Phenomenal.
1: I don't think they thought Pirates would be the franchise that it was. So, I mean... I know a second Jungle Cruise is in the works. Oh, okay. Um, And Haunted Mansion definitely made me want to go to New Orleans that much more. Like it's always been on my bucket list, but oh yeah, I think highlighting all the places in Small World, which is everywhere, and true, and Small World is like one of my favorite attractions because I just remember a it was the number one attraction that you know you'll get air conditioning in that if you need to sit Best. like Disneyland tips right here y'all Here you yep. it
0: first <laughs> you need air conditioning your kids are getting too
1: hot yep. put them on small world and I always wanted to take my dogs on this attraction that way I could say I've taken them around the world <laughs> you know and, and under yeah, a half that's hour
0: true.
1: <laughs> I mean look I'm about whatever they want to do put your Im- imaginary minds together and give us another movie I'm into it but I have no <laughs> idea what they would do and now it is time for the spotlight of the week Moonlight Events is an immersive event company founded by the creators of A Court of Salt and Snow Cosplay troupe. Their mission is to bring a touch of magic into everyday life by creating events that make you feel as though you are stepping into some of your favorite fantasy worlds. They will be hosting their first event this November. Follow them on Instagram and TikTok for all their updates. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following walt disney studios walt disney pictures any of the cast and crew that we mentioned earlier today that is a part of haunted mansion we're just really big fans thank you for
0: listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com
1: and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube